This past week marked the 12-year anniversary, for lack of better terms, of when Heather confessed being unfaithful in our marriage. So lots of emotions, lots of different thoughts throughout the week, and we just want to share a little bit of that with you this week. So stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. And for those of you who just want to hear me say, hello, folks, there it is, just for you. Uh, We're glad to be back. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and uh, we're going to be talking about marriage. Marriage topics is what we do on this show. But before we do that, we want to give a shout out. So um, we love when people reach out to us through email, social media, comments, you know, lots of different ways. And we love hearing from people literally all over the world. And it's it's really encouraging when people say, you guys have no idea how much you've helped our marriage. You know, just the, the affirmation that what we're doing is making a difference in marriages around the globe. That means so much to us. Well, today we had a really cool thing happen because here in our hometown, we were uh, sitting at a restaurant um, right after church, and it was just uh, me and Heather, our youngest son, Logan, was with us, and Heather actually got up to go to the bathroom, so she missed the whole thing. She probably, does, probably doesn't even believe it happened, uh, <laughs> but this uh, this family came up to us um, from the table next to us and introduced themselves and just told us how much they appreciated our podcast, and it just meant so much. Uh, and so I, I told Heather when she got back, and she said, we need to give them a shout-out. So there it is. There's your shout-out. But <laughs> And I hate I didn't get to meet them. Yeah, but in all seriousness, people, you know, the when your, your words just affirm to us that, um, you know, God has placed this on our hearts, um, to be real and honest and vulnerable with people and their marriages, and to do everything we can to help marriages. Um, and so we're just uh, we're just honored to be doing that and honored to walk alongside of you. Um, you know, I guess it's one thing to hear that from you know people that you don't really know all over the world, you know, from different places um, around the country or even in other countries. But then to hear it from somebody at home, that's not a family member or a, f- a friend, or a friend yeah. you know. It's just it's just somebody that um, that enjoys listening and and getting mar- marriage advice. So uh, so thank you for that. It means a lot. All right. So this past week, um, you know, I don't I don't know if you call that an anniversary. So yeah. whatever it is, it was twelve years ago on August the twenty third uh, that I came home from a meeting. And you said those words that I'll never forget, and you said, we need to talk. And uh, we sat down, and you said, I've messed up. I've messed up really bad. And then you said, I have been unfaithful. And 12 years ago, I mean, sometimes it feels like a lifetime ago, and sometimes it feels like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, that that hit about the middle, middle of the week this past week, um, that particular day, but then three days later on August the 26th of 2011, that's when more information came out and it became really public at that yeah. point. Um, and, uh, and, and then, 
Um, crazy thing is, is that one year later, mm-hmm. uh, so 11 years ago, on that very same date, August the 26th, was the date that you were baptized, rebaptized. Mm-hmm. So tons of emotions yeah. from from last week, and um, not all of them hard or bad. Sure. Uh, just they're just emotions. Um, and I know that for me, one of the things that I wanted to just share with our listeners, because there are people out there that go through really hard times. And it may be something in your marriage, uh, something that's happened. It could be could be an affair, and that's how you came, you know, came to find us. Um, it could be just something else hard, you know, a, a loss of a of a loved one, loss of a child, loss of a job. I mean, you know, could be lots of things. And when the when you're going through those things, it's it's kind of you're living minute by minute. Um, you think about it literally all the time, all day. And then as time goes on, it sort of begins to fade enough to where you're not thinking about it every minute, but it's every hour. And then it's, you know, once or twice a day. And then it might even be, you know, spread out to where I hadn't thought about that in a few days. And, and then all of a sudden, the anniversary comes back up. And it just brings all of these emotions where you start thinking, you know, what was I doing this time last year? And what was I, you know, where were we when I had to listen to this or hear hear this or find out about this? You know, all those things keep just flood back. But then the years began to pass by and it really gets to a point where there have been years and years past where I have not even thought about it. And I'll, like, several days later, I'm like, huh, that was, the anniversary was three days ago. Didn't even think Mm -hmm. about it. But we're kind of in the middle of it because we're, we talk about it so much. So it is kind of on our mind a lot. And, you know, I remember we were doing marriage coaching uh, last week with a couple. And I said something about, well, it was 11 years ago. And then I thought, oh, we're getting close. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the looked at the calendar and I was like, Ooh, three days. Mm -hmm. And so of course it just caused us to remember. And we even posted something this year, um, which I don't know that we've ever done that before because Mm -hmm. I don't know that we really, we just don't, it's not something that we think about and dread. It's not like, Oh, here we go. We got, you know, August 23rd is coming up. Um, cause I think now it really is looking back on it. And of course we've been able to, um, changed the entire perspective of it to where the mess has become the message. Yeah. And so we're just in a really, really different place, even in remembering this right. really hard right. thing. So I don't know, maybe you um, can can think a little bit about some of the emotions that you felt, um, you know, either 11 years ago, I mean, tw- 12 years ago, <laughs> sorry, 12 years ago, or um, or even just this past week. Yeah. You know, I, the first emotion that always, um, hits me and, you know, I don't know for the next 12 years if it will be the same thing, but the first one that I always get attacked with is, um, shame and guilt. And I talk about that a lot on here, um, where it, that's just my first fleshly 
reaction is just how could I have done that to you? Um, how could I have done that to you? I feel guilty about it. There's shame in that. Um, and be, but because of how I've journeyed through this, my um, very quick, and my, I'm very quick to then turn it and say, okay, that is not from the Lord. And, and, and I have to shift to thankfulness. And that has to be so weird for our listeners to hear because that's a hard shift to explain. But, you know, I look back on that time um, 12 years ago and there's so many times that I think, what would our life be like if we had not walked that journey? I wish that I'd, you know, I, I can pinpoint the very first moment where I felt like I took a step in the direction of infidelity. And now, of course, I was like, oh, I'll ne- it'll never get there. But I can remember that one step. And so I often think about, especially around the anniversary time, what would have happened if I would have listened to the Holy Spirit or if I'd felt that check and decided, no, I'm not going in that direction. What would our life look like? Um, and I feel, I feel shame and I feel regret of that I hurt you, that I embarrassed our family, that I caught, that I hurt people around me, parents and in-laws and, you know, caused embarrassment to our, to our, um, church and to our community. And, and so I have to be very careful not to get stuck there. And so on anniversary times, that's a little bit harder to um, to walk through. It just seems to take me a little bit longer um, to process through that. But then I've learned through the years that it's so important. Um, you know, I feel like a broken record on here sometimes where I talk about taking it captive, but it's so important to take that that lie from the enemy captive and and then I make and then make it obedient to Christ. And what that looks like is being thankful being thankful for not only for where God has brought us, um, but being thankful that he knew exactly what it was going to take to break me and to draw me to himself. Um, One anniversary that I've not gotten to yet is September 2nd. And that's the day one week after everything um, came out and everything became really public. Um, One week later is when I was broken Um, it was the day that I went from worldly sorrow to godly sorrow. And it's the day that I fell in love with Jesus. And I think I was able to fall in love with him so hard and so deeply because I saw who I was without him. And I don't know that I could have gotten to that place without the journey that we went through. And so there's really no need to look back and to the what ifs. It's this is what God allowed. This is the journey that we are on. This is the sanctification walk that we're walking. And so I have to be thankful in that because we have said so many times (laughs) that we, it sounds so weird to say, oh, I would go back and do it again. And I don't think either one of us would 
say, oh, I wish we could do that again. But we definitely want to be where we are because of what we've been through. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. So that's the roller coaster of emotion. It is a dip of regret and then just such a high of where God has brought us. And then not only that, but to be able to look towards um, how he's using us because it's just such an honor for to be a vessel of his words, of his encouragement, of his of his word that scripture tells us about, um, to be able to pour that over people so that there's hope. So, yeah, when you talk about a range of emotions over this week, it is, you know, we've been all over the place, but it's been a sweet week. As you were talking through some of that, I started thinking about just the the listener that's out there that, you know, maybe they don't really, I, I mean, there are people that just kind of don't believe it. They're just, um, you know, oh, there's no way that mm-hmm. you can go from from where you were, you know, to mm-hmm. where you are now, or at least the way that you portray that to be. And there's no way you could trust her, and there's no, you know, we've yeah. heard that a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's been people that have that have said, oh, there's no way that I would, you know, go through the pain of my spouse having infidelity so that they could find Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but I think you said it really well because it said, you said, well, it doesn't really matter. Like, that's the journey that we went on. Mm -hmm. And yes, we could have made other choices, but the choices that we made, so your poor choices, Mm -hmm. but then our our good choices right. of staying together and forgiveness and reconciliation and all that, well, it started us down a different journey. Right. And that different journey has led us to today. And I wonder sometimes if people, you know, they hear us, we give advice, because we don't talk about just infidelity on here. We we give advice and we give, um, we give marriage uh, tips and things that really things that we learned along the way, because some of them are things that, you know, we wish we could tell ourselves 12 years ago or even 15 years ago, you know, these are the things that need to be happening, need to be in place so that you don't ever get in a situation like us. And if we could have, if we could go back and make those decisions then and get to where we are now, yes. And so that's sort of why, that's some of why we talk to people that haven't been through what we've been through because we want to be able to say, hey, look, these are the mistakes we've made. Don't make these mistakes. Mm-hmm. And and then, of course, there's the people that are journeying through something similar, and they're like, how in the world do we ever get out of this mess? And so, yeah, we've we've been there. We've walked through it. So we can show you. We can guide you. Mm-hmm. Guide, which is a big part of our upcoming rebrand. <laughs> Um, But we can guide you because we've been there, you know. Um, And so I do think that uh, there's a a lot just to be said of our story and being able to say, look, you you can do it your way. You can, you know, you don't have to believe us, but look at our story. And... And I wonder sometimes if people don't look at what happened 12 years ago and then look at us now and they maybe they wonder and they say, 
well, you talk about how different it is. Well, what's different? Right. You know, other than the fact that you survived an affair, mm-hmm. you know, but really looking back 12 years and now today, what are some things that you would just highlight and say, this is what's so different because of the hard work that we've put in. This is what's different. And this is what is now incredible about our marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind um, for me is that, um, and we send people to the first episode of us telling our story a lot when people reach out to us. And I remember one of the things that I said um, in in that uh, podcast was that I fell in love with Jesus that during this. And, and I can remember, like, that's what's different. Like, that is what's different in our marriage before and our marriage after. And if that is the only thing that was different, then our marriage is going to look different, completely different, because of us knowing that we couldn't do it without him. And so I think, you know, that's for me, that is 100% the number one difference. My mentor says all the time that God doesn't want to be number one on a list of 10. He wants to be number one on a list of one. Mm-hmm. He is the most important thing. And then everything else changes because he's first. And 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 I definitely believe that about our marriage is that it's different in that area because we have... Um, we are living a life, and do we fail all the time? But our goal is to be a correct picture of who Christ is. And so in our marriage, we want to honor God with our marriage. Um, we want to seek God with our marriage. And, and then we want to lead other people to Him mm-hmm. through our marriage. And so to me, that is 100% the biggest difference. Yeah, and I would say that for me, I feel like our marriage, and I would encourage everyone to find this in your marriage, but our marriage has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the first 15 years of marriage, you know, I felt like we, we both, we each had our kind of our own purpose in life. You know, there were there were dreams and goals and, you know, even with career and ministry and things some, and, and good things that I was chasing at the same time you were chasing. And and we just happened to be married, too. And we had kids. And so that was kind of the focal point. You know, it was all all about, well, we want to be the best parents we can be, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But I feel like the difference now is that we really have a purpose as a marriage and you just said what the purpose was but it's it's because we're a team now and i don't think that not that we weren't we just weren't a good team i mean <laughs> that's, that's right. i mean that's what it was that's i mean we right. we you would know, have said we were a team yeah, yeah we would tell people we were a team but we weren't a good team mm-hmm. um and you know i think it's um you know a lot of it too is just we 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 enjoy being together, um, and I think even 15 years ago, and maybe even when we were when we were newlyweds. Um, I mean, obviously we wanted to be together because we were newly married and stuff. But I think we also, and again, nothing. We spend time with other people too, 
But I think if we had our choice, we would just be together. Um, and we enjoy that, and we enjoy each other's company. And I think now we enjoy dreaming about the future, and we enjoy thinking about our purpose. And, and like, even the purpose that we have in trying to help other marriages, like how strong that is and has brought us even closer together over the last few years as we've kind of developed that purpose even more and more. So really just the teamwork. Um, I mean, heck, I, I mean, communication. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we learned the tools that we've shared on here. Yeah, I was, that's what I was, I was going to say our openness, like being able to just be open with each other. Um, I, you know, have heard you say um, a few times that, that there were times that you were scared to come to me about stuff and, and, you know, there just wasn't an openness in our marriage. Um, and that's with the communication for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, it's just being at safe places for each other where we were not before. Well, I think we're both in a spot too, where like we know after what we've been through, neither one of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. And, we're kind of okay with being able to say, yeah, well, I, you know, I screwed that up. And, mm-hmm. and I think in the past, you know, I would avoid any type of confrontation with you because you were never wrong. And, you know, <laughs> I thought sorry. I was never wrong. Right. Not, I right, 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 right. wasn't wrong. <laughs> right. And, but now it's like, we're fine with yeah. being able to go, you know, we get in, we, we do argue. I know that mm. people don't <laughs> believe that, but you know, we have arguments and not very often, but when we do, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, well, I mean, you know, after what we've been through, like, it's okay. And it's okay to be able to say, yeah, I didn't. I really kind of messed that one up mm-hmm. and, you know, and then we're fine with it and we, and we move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, another one for me is that before, um, especially me, I'll just be real honest. I was very, um, eyes on myself. Um, and I like, I look for ways to serve you and you look for ways to serve me. And then not only that, but we look for ways to serve other people. Mm. And that's a difference in our marriage. I think, I mean, from before and after, I think we were very inward and how can our marriage benefit me? Mm -hmm. And, you know, instead of pouring out. And I, you know, I think that a lot of that process comes with maturity as well. Um, you know, when we were newlyweds, we weren't very mature in our marriage and, um, and just being able to see that so much joy comes from serving, um, and serving other people. Well, that is, you're right. You know, some of this people may look at and go, well, you know, you might would have learned that without going through what you went through. But at the same time, you said the word, you know, some of it is maturity, but there are a lot of immature people and marriages that mm-hmm. are our age and have been mm-hmm. married as long as us. So, you know, I don't think that it's just because of age and maturity. And really, to be honest, a lot of the stuff that we're saying is kind of the opposite of what people experience as they get older and in their marriage. They they don't enjoy spending time mm-hmm. together. They you know, they, they do avoid communication because they're like, well, I just don't want to even want to talk about they're it. They're tired of serving each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's all, so, so yeah. And like, there's no purpose because they both get wrapped up in their own thing. There's not teamwork, mm-hmm. you know, even teamwork of having children. And then when you get to our age and the children are gone, well, where's the purpose, you That's know? Right. And so, 
yeah, so I don't think that it's just growing and maturing. It's the it's it's the stuff that we learned from from what we went through. And I think that's a big that's yeah. a big part yeah. of it. I agree. Yeah, I just um I <laughs> as much as I I don't want to use the word dread. Every year in August, I think I just start like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And and I think I know I have to battle it harder during that month for some reason. I know that that I know that seems weird, but it's just like because it comes to my mind more and August is not my favorite month anyway because it's so dang hot here Mm -hmm. um i just i just want to go from july to september um but july's awful too yeah but it's not as bad as as august well and we looked forward to september and the first week of september is still gonna be in the hundreds i'm like wait it's supposed to stop Mm. but anyway i don't love august anyway but it's just kind of the this mental battle all month long of you know, just being purposeful and fighting the feelings that come with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there just seems to be a newness that comes in September. And I think that, um, that there's so many marriages out there that may be in that season of just battling um, just some hard stuff, you know, and it's like that, that saying that um, helped me with it. Oh boy, here we go. (laughs) A saying. (laughs) Let's not. not. Oh, come on. Now well, you really messed me up about mercies coming new every and the, the darkness that, you know. It's the, always darkest before the dawn. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and new mercies every morning that there's not, like, you may be going through a hard season, but there are good things coming and you just got to have hope and you've got to work hard and you got to put your eyes on Jesus. Mm. Well, we say this quite often on here. Um, Part of the reason why we're so passionate about telling people to not give up is because we look at our story Mm -hmm. and we just go, man, if, if I had given up or if you had given up, you know, there were, we both had choices. And, you know, of course, a lot of people will just look at me and go, oh, well, he made the choice to stay together, so that's why they're together. But there's so many choices, too, that you could have made because you could have continued in your life of sin and not made the the appropriate changes in your heart, and we would have never gotten to where we are. But I tell people all the time that we're so passionate about it because if I had given up, or if you had given up, then we would never have experienced what we're experiencing right now. And so when other couples come to us and they feel like they're ready to throw in the towel and one or the other is just not given and all that, and I'm like, just don't give up because if you do, then the potential of having what we're experiencing now, 12 years later, you're never going to have that opportunity because you're giving up. And one more thing that I thought of, and and I lost my train of thought when I was listening to you, but... (laughs) Mess um, up all the sayings. (laughs) Yeah, but I was trying to think of just how the things that are so different, and like this just plays right into what we do as as a ministry to other couples and stuff. But, you know, just the way that we see other people, we both were very judgmental 
Um, mm-hmm. And we just we just grew up, and we've said that before too. But we grew up in a setting that was like you know everything. It was this is right, this is wrong, and if you do wrong, there's consequences and punishment, and you know mm-hmm. all you know. And and yes, that's true. But there's there's also a ton of grace mm-hmm. and. You know, we used to see, we were used to putting on a mask ourselves, obviously, um, but we were surrounding ourselves with people that put on masks as well. And now we're just like, we're just so, like, like we thrive when people come to us and say that they're having issues like we had. Um, It doesn't scare us. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about their marriage and like the whole time they were talking about it, like I was feeling bad for them. But at the same time, I was like, yes, these are the kind of people that we just, if we can reach them Mm -hmm. and help them to see the hope, like we can make a difference Mm -hmm. just by them seeing the hope in our story. And so, you know, in the past, if people would have told us stuff like that, we'd been like, oh my gosh, what in the, how could you Mm -hmm. even do that kind of stuff? But all of that, was changed and and I'm so thankful that now we truly can see people more through the eyes of Jesus than we ever did 12 years ago yeah. um, and that's because you know um, for the one who's uh, been forgiven much see here I'm trying to say <laughs> yay I got this I can do this one yep. I can do that because it is my heartbeat for the the person who has been been forgiven much loves much there you go so um and that's that's who we are and want to be as a couple that is our purpose and so give give us an opportunity to um to love on you and to help you and there's lots of ways that that can happen as we're closing today i want to tell you one thing because this rebrand thing is really about to happen Mm -hmm. you talked about september coming Mm -hmm. and just you can't stand august but hey new mercies and new stuff is coming in september for us and we're well on our way to some rebranding stuff just some new look and some new resources and stuff and the one thing that i want to encourage you to do if you have not signed up for our email list. You can do that by going to our website, theredeemedmarriage.com. It'll be a pop-up screen that comes up after a couple of seconds. You put your email address in and you're on our email list. Or at the very bottom of our website, there's a small little link that says survey. And that survey actually gives us some really cool information that helps us with resources in the future, but it also puts you on our mailing list. And the reason why I'm telling you that is because we're going to give people on our mailing list a little bit of an early look at some of our stuff that's coming out and also some special um, discounts and things mm-hmm. that uh, that you won't you won't get if or you won't get until later right. if you're not on that list. So uh, so make sure you do that. That would be uh, the best way to keep up with what's going to happen over the next few weeks and months as we roll out some new stuff. So. Is next week our podcast about our rebrand? Well, I'm not promising anything because we 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 got a hiccup. There was a hiccup this past week. Just so a little one. A little hiccup, but it was enough to kind of delay everything. And so just things are going to be rolling out slowly and in different spots. Um, so just be keeping an eye out for it. And hopefully this time next week, we're going to be doing a podcast that's going to be explaining our rebrand. But could be another hiccup this week so (laughs) 
All right. Thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, so reach out to us if you get a chance, and we'll see you next time.